Hey, everybody. This is P. Norman Grant with Slim Jim and the Grapefruit Agenda, reporting and analyzing the news in Indian River County, the state of Florida, the U.S., and out there in the metaverse and beyond. We squeeze in some fun facts and opinions in less time than it takes to drive to the CVS or the ABC store or even the ballot drop box and return. Why grapefruit? Well, we're sweet on conservatism and sour on liberalism. We care about what's going on around us and how the modern media mob delivers their take on things. And we take them to task when we can. So squeeze in and share a grapefruit agenda. Today's story is the misconception of the interception of the decision about the prevention of conception. In other words, the shameful leak. Fox News story, the shameful leak. This is the day after uh, the announcement. I think it was late at night on a Monday. The stolen draft appeared magically at Politico, a natural liberal outlet, somehow delivered by, maybe it was Deep Throat's grandson, Jim. Correct. Deep Throat's grandson delivered to Politico, and the, the cat was out of the bag. And so Fox News' version, while Alito's draft opinion is being welcomed and celebrated by pro-lifers and strongly objected to by abortion supporters, the way it became public is a horrific scandal. And this really is. I was trying to explain that to a friend of mine. I was playing golf. After golf, I'm the wise guy that I am. I brought up the notion of let's go see, took my cell phone out, let's go see what was stolen from the Supreme Court today. And he was immediately in my face. His hair was on fire. He was smoking. Ears, smoke coming out of his ears. He would say, what do you mean? They want to take all the abortion rights away from women. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not the big story. The big story is how was it leaked? And so we got into this debate. The abortion views of the left just swamping the air and... I'm just talking about the law. This was about the law. It was about stealing stuff from the SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the United States, and the law. And the left wants to frame it around the actual content of the story, the the abortion story. It's not the abortion story. It's the law story. Do we want the abortion laws to be a federal law so that every state has to comply with the feds? Now, you know that the bone difference between the left and the right is... Should the federal government have all these rights over you? Or should there be more states' rights? Do we have federal rights about masks? Do we have federal rights about injections? Do we have federal rights, rights about smoking? Does the Supreme Court want to handle smoking in every state? So we have states' laws. That's why we have states. It's unclear who leaked it, but it is considered a grave problem, says Fox News, to have done so. Such leaks violate the trust shared by justices. The Supreme Court is viewed more as a family, and the betrayal from the leaker threatens the whole institution. Let's get real grapefruiters. What this does is to intimidate the justices so that if the motley crew, the mob, the dirty populace, the people who want to storm the, the Supreme Court walls, as they did after Kavanaugh was confirmed, the crazed mobs getting to the big doors, raucous protesters. They were overturning cars or attacking cars in Los Angeles last night. They're calling for major demonstrations. Uh, so these people would threaten the Supreme Court, having found out that it would be going at least five to four, to replace Roe v. Wade. 
So they're trying to intimidate by way of trying to burn it down, as they say. Here we are at uh, the Vox. Vox is another lefty crew, and some guy named Milheiser came down with a threat. I saw the threat yesterday, and about 40, 50 people were screaming as he did, F it! F it! Seriously, shout out to whoever the hero was within the Supreme Court. He said, F it! Let's burn this place down! The activist on the voice in the Vox said. But they're kind of confused. The left is kind of confused. Kirsten Gillibrand says, well, burn it down or expand it. They can't figure out which. So if they expand it, it's got to change, though, because as my friend after golf said, they're political. The Supreme Court is too political. And my rebuttal, of course, was it's only political when they decide on something that's not in your favor, friend. No, no, no. It's politics inside. I said, no, it's not politics inside. It's politics outside. I Mitch McConnell is political. So if he says they made the right decision, of course, he's correct, uh, politically correct, as far as I can see. Pelosi says it was the wrong thing. It's political. But if Supreme Courts vote on it, it's by definition, not ostensibly, but by definition, non-political. That's the third and most judicial. That's our, ju- our justices. And they will be objective, as all justices are. No? Maybe not. Brian Fallon, the former Hillary Clinton campaign spokesman, became the leader of a dark money group behind the fight against the nomination of Associate Justice Brett Kavanaugh, said it issued a pretty clear intimidation of the court. It's a brave clerk taking this unprecedented step of leaking a draft opinion to warn the country that what's coming in a last-ditch Hail Mary attempt to see if the public response might cause the court to reconsider. That ain't that ain't no lie. That seems like that's exactly what's happening. So there are some differings of opinion, though. There might be. There might be leftists who would be interested in causing this disturbance. And just because they immediately, visibly, viscerally get volcanic when this happens, that might just be the first, the first clue that people are organized around this. But I think it's more sophisticated than that. In fact, they're actually naming them. They're actually naming staffers, one staffer for Justice Breyer, one staffer for Sotomayor, were actually named in some conservative media. Their pictures are in the paper. So they may be throwing under, not only throwing them under the bus, they're throwing under the M80 tanks, these people. And then other people will rise raise them up as heroes. So we're trying to figure this out. Are they heroes or traitors? So a Dem staffer might want to do it to show that uh, there should be riots in the streets. It worked out well the last time, so well. The riots in the streets and the burning down, that worked, worked really well in the summer of 2020. However, there might be a different shade of meaning behind this. You know, Jenny Thomas, Clarence, not Clarence, Mr. Thomas's, Supreme Court Justice Thomas's wife, she's been under fire lately, emailing a support for the Trump administration and just outed as an individual. She was outed as an individual voice. She could have an individual voice. And uh, she was under under the gun. So that may be a pos- possibility. Why would a conservative open the uh, the box? Pandora's box? Yeah, Pandora. Open Pandora's box and let this cat out of the bag and whatever other cliche you have. You could see that there would be a reason to do this. This is May. We have the actual midterms in November. So... Slim Jim, yeah, six months. So Slim Jim and I just were going over, why would it come out now? 
instead of waiting. If there were a somebody who wanted to burn down Roe versus Wade, they might want to get the rabble rousers now. But a conservative who knew that it might, it might come down five to four in favor of getting rid of Roe v. Wade. By the way, Alito in his content said this is a stupid law. It was not well done, and many people knew it on the left and the right. So it was eroding as we speak, and for the last 20 years, 50 years now. But there might be a a stratagem that says that we should get some of this this conflict, this explosion, this volcanic activity out of the way now in May. So by the time uh, September, October rolls around, it might just become another issue. It might become just another issue. So there's a possibility. Let's go over to what the left might say, Florida Today. And here we have DeSantis abortion views could get renewed attention in post-Roe landscape. This is written by the people from the Tallahassee Democrat. John Kennedy, noted anti-DeSantis voice, and Zach Anderson, his puppet. Okay, this is a couple days ago. Governor Ron DeSantis signed laws requiring parental consent for minors seeking an abortion and outlawing the procedure after 15 weeks of pregnancy. And one said he'd go even further and back a heartbeat bill. That effectively moves the cutoff for an abortion to roughly six weeks of pregnancy. This is the first paragraph of Florida Today, okay? We know they're going to go anti-DeSantis. With the Supreme Court poised to overturn Roe Wade decision protecting abortion rights, the new possibilities for abortion legislation in a post-Roe landscape could put increased attention on DeSantis' abortion views as he runs for re-election and considered for a nomination in 2024. You know, they constantly throw 2024 out there. The leftist press of the state of Florida love to mention GOP presidential nomination 2024 Ron DeSantis. I mean, if they were doing a new dog leash law, they would say that DeSantis was creating the dog leash law because he was running in 2024 for president, not because he thinks it's a good idea. I mean, if he were to do an anti-mask law or an election integrity law, or the uh, election police force law, or the education laws, or the anti-riot laws, the anti-woke laws, he would only do them. The only reason he would do these, not for you people, it's for his re-election, no, his election, not his re-election, his election to presidency in 2024. That's why he does things that's our DeSantis. So back to the shameful leak. Old Democrats, this is the, the people from uh, from Vios and Fox, not Fox News, from Axios, that's who it was. All Democrats need to show the same urgency as the clerk who apparently risked his or her career to sound this alarm. Those on the inside know best how broken the institution is. We should listen. It's funny how people say the immigration system's broken. Or the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court, is broken. And the only reason they say that is because they disagree with what's going on. It's not The immigration system's not broken. It's just not, it's not being enforced. SCOTUS is not broken. It's just we're coming up with things you don't agree with. And so we have the F SCOTUS and the burn it down and the expand SCOTUS. So when I talk to my friend about the politicization of this country, he thinks that the court itself is politicized. I say Pelosi and Schumer are the people who are politicking it. So if we look at Florida and the law here, DeSantis was really mimicking the law in Mississippi, which I believe Scalia is using to use as the precedent to upset Roe versus Wade because it's a 15-week law. And the 15-week abortion ban in Florida right now that DeSantis signed 
will be replacing a law that was up to 24 weeks. So it's from 24 to 15 weeks, cutting it down. Will it ever be zero? We wonder. But here's Florida again, Florida Today, under the title of DeSantis Unchained. And it goes on to excoriate DeSantis about his intentions because of, you know, 2024. So gut-wrenching day for women and reproductive freedom in our country. This is Nikki Freed, agriculture commissioner, running, thank goodness, against Charlie Crist. And eventually, maybe Dr. Uh, Governor DeSantis. Top Florida Democrats are voicing alarm about the leaked Supreme Court opinion and vowing to make abortion a central campaign issue. The women of our country are under attack by right-wing radicals, said Florida Agricultural Commissioner Nikki Freed. Overturning our freedom over our bodies is unconstitutional, unacceptable, and taking us back to a dark, dark time. If they can control our bodies, what do we have left? If this ruling is published, it simply cannot stand, and I will do whatever it takes to protect the women of Florida. Usually hear the cliché, back to the dark ages. If they can control our bodies, then maybe they can, they can reverse Brown versus Board. Maybe they can reverse all the Supreme Court decisions of the last 150 years, is what the implication is. Freed's opponent in the Democratic primary, thank goodness I said, is Charlie Crist. And so he says, a gut-wrenching day for women and reproductive freedom in our country. Now more than ever, we need to fight tirelessly to protect a woman's right to choose, Chris said. The stakes in the election could not be higher. So the misconception is that there will be no abortions allowed in the United States. Not true. It's going to be state by state. States' rights. This is where conservatives lie. They lie in the states. Their power lies in the states. So that's the misconception. As a matter of fact, I've read and heard that the Democrats and the liberal wing of the Democrats, they will take care of your abortion. They will drive you to a state that allows abortions. They will drive you first class on great buses or planes, just like they do the illegals in the middle of the night. They will serve you great dinners and keep you in nice hotels and serve you up a nice abortion. So for my friend who tried to end the argument with saying the Supreme Court is so politicized that we have to disband it or expand it. We're not sure yet. They want to either disband it or expand it. He said, you know, the reason is that the Democrats are the ones that are, are targeted here. And the Republicans, the Republicans support the Supreme Court because they are the party that hates women. We ended the conversation at that point, Rayfurters. And so Planned Parenthood organized Save Row rallies across the state Tuesday. Planned Parenthood. How much money do they get from the government? Do you know off the top of your head, Slim Jim, how much how much does Planned Parenthood receive? It must be a lot. Unknown. Well, it's... In my head. In, in your head, you have a lot of stuff in your head, but we have a lot of stuff in these computers we could probably find out. I think a lot of people actually know off the top of their head how much Planned Parenthood has invested in this decision. And so, uh, as DeSantis looks at naming a new state justice... In the near future, in August, by the way, uh, he may just be motivated by this leak to shore up his restrictions in the state of Florida. You know, I'm looking at, the again, the motivations and the politicization, as my friend would say, the politicization of the issue in the Supreme Court. And I'm hearkening back to, I think it was Tweety Bird. It was a Tweety Bird who said famously, if I do it, I get a whooping. If I don't do it, 
I get a whooping anyway. Was that Tweety Bird? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sylvester. Maybe it was Sylvester. But as we see this, either way, the person who leaked this is going to be a hero on one side and, of course, a traitor on the other side. This is great news. Great readers. We're going to follow this closely. Follow it closely. Well, let me show you another thing I've seen. I'm, a lot of people are going to miss this because I, I researched this after I put down the, the SCOTUS screaming. Um, and it's the judges give go-ahead to Florida immigration case. Now, this is a suit filed a year ago by Ashley Moody, the great attorney general. And I'm looking at what she's accomplished alongside of DeSantis and um, kudos to what she's been able to accomplish. A federal judge Wednesday rejected a request by the Biden administration to toss out a lawsuit filed by Florida over the release of undocumented immigrants. So Pensacola-based U.S. District Judge Wetherill denied a motion by the U.S. Department of Justice attorneys to dismiss the case. Ashley Moody brought the case suing the Biden administration for violating immigration laws. The policy that led people being released from detention after crossing the U.S. border with Mexico. It also alleges that the release affect Florida because of issues such as increased education, health care and criminal justice costs. The Justice Department attorneys raised a series of arguments in seeking dismissal of the case, including disputing a Florida contention, yada, yada, yada. But the thing is that the Judge Weatherell has said the suit can go forward. In a 37-page decision, this position is as remarkable as it is wrong because, this is the Biden administration's immigration policy, is well established that no one, not even the president, is above the law. And the court unquestionably has the authority to say what the law is and to invalidate action of the executive branch that contravenes the law and or the Constitution. Thus, if Florida's allegations that defendants are essentially flaunting the immigration laws... That's the Biden administration dropping off those midnight illegals. And if they are proven to be true, the court most certainly can and will do. That is Mr. Dr. Weatherall. We will do something about it. So they're on the case. They're on the case, grapefruiters. So this has been the story about the misconception. That's the misconception of the interception. The piece of the people who stole, the person who stole the whole, the whole draft of the Roe v. Wade overturning and the conception about the prevention of conception. This is Pete Norman Grant with Slim Jim, and whenever you can, squeeze in a grapefruit podcast, won't you?